0: hip-hop hustle podcast man you heard it here first he's not playing no aaron's not playing no fucking game oh don't crack me with the guitar you got your ear to the streets man much love to all the people down under and make sure y'all follow the hip-hop hustle podcast man because they are giving y'all nothing but the real shit but yeah man appreciate the intro bro yeah let's do it man let's kick it off shout out to the whole hip-hop hustle podcast what's up with it
1: well, we're pretty keen to have you down. Have you ever been to Australia?
0: Nah, uh-uh.
1: Nope. Yeah. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good down here. Like, you definitely got to check it out. Like, I feel like, I know. Everyone says they love it down here. I just went to the States last week uh, and, and visited Denver for a while. So, hey, we can do a swap.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you was in Denver?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mile High hey. City.
0: I got family in Denver.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, we'll definitely have to keep talking about this, but for anyone who hasn't realized already, I'm with the fantastic great God. Um, he is n- nice enough to come through. And for those of you who haven't been up to date with his moves, he just released a new single mask man as well. He's got wolf season album as well that came out and you got two music videos that literally dropped hours before this interview. So I'm pretty, I'm getting the exclusive. You've done, uh, Tracks with Jada Kiss, Mob Deep. Um, So for anyone who hasn't checked it out, there's lots happening. But man, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show.
0: I appreciate you, man. Yeah, video just dropped. Uh, It's called for the hood. Me and Joey Majors, like you said, we got the Mob Deep drum. We got the drum with Benny. You know, I got I got joints with Stove God. Everybody, man, let's get to it. Let's talk about it.
1: Well, I was interested because, like, how did you get so many? you know, artists in their prime on? Like, I know you're obviously a, a great rapper yourself, but there's one thing to be skillful enough to be on their level, but there's another thing to actually get them to accept being on tracks with you.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, it was just, it's just a mutual respect, man. Um, you know, I've, I've been putting in the footwork. I've been I've been running around, I've been grinding, I've been putting in the footwork, and then it's like, you know, I know, I know Stovey. I know Benny. So, you know, once they see me working, it was actually Benny that 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 uh that that was like, "Yo, bro, like, you know, upstate got the light right now. What's up? You ain't what it that." Because I I had stopped. You know what I'm saying? I was getting busy for a minute. Then I stopped. I got bored, and I, then I said, "I recently just got back into it." You know what I'm saying? And, and said, "Yo, let me go ahead and kill this shit again." You know what I'm saying? So. At that point, it was just like, okay, listen bro, listen to this record. Oh, Stovey, listen to this record. And they're like, damn, special, yo, what's up? Listen to this record. And they're like, oh, now you on your shit. You, you you, you, on your shit right now. So then, you know, it's just mutual, it's been mutual love and respect, man, you know? And then like anybody else, it's just me basically just reaching out, bro, and saying, yo, you know what I'm saying, what's up? I'm I'm, I'm here to bite everybody's head off. It's wolf. Wolf season for me is very, very particular because everybody say they the goat. Well, I'm here to bite the goat's head off. You understand? I'm the one that's going to track the goat down and come back with the goat in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) that's what you can hear in the delivery. You feel me? That's, I'm shaking the wolf's head. I got his blood on the mask. You see the splashes. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Do you have a goat that you're like you're really going after? Like do you have a name to you that's like, you know, the pinnacle? That's what I really want to know.
0: The pinnacle. Um not so much that I'm going after, like that 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 I want blood from that goat particularly. But I mean, you know, the goats are the goat is the goat. Jay is the goat. You know what I'm saying? Like Hove is the Hove is the, is is the goat. Um Obviously, I would love to do a record with Ho, but the only person that I really that I'm really so no to answer your question flat out, no, not, not. <laughs> I'm just coming for everybody, bro. I want everybody. I want everybody, even the, even the people that I'm on a record with. I'm coming to bite your fucking head off on this record. When I when I when I enter and and when you send me something to get on, you gotta know that you're gonna get you're gonna get energy. You're gonna get feist. You're going to get fired when you, when I send them verses back. And I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, you know, they, a lot of people go, oh, no, it's a friendly battle. Nah, it ain't friendly with great God. I'm coming for blood. Yeah.
1: How do the artists react that you're on tracks with? Like, you're obviously quite open about this, right? So, like, mm-hmm. how do they – obviously, like, hip-hop is competitive. Like, it's a sport. And everyone's competitive. The best are competitive, but how do they react when it's like, oh, we're going, we're going for blood?
0: Um, I feel like I feel like if they take it and they say, Well, first of all, a lot of them don't feel the way I feel. They like, oh yo, yo, come on, let's do a record. It's you know, it's all, it's all fun and games. But for me, I want the world to know that I'm the best. I'm the one that 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 that, that you need to be watching. So, for me, it's a different standpoint. A lot of them is already established in who they are and, and who they are in their careers. So, for me, I got an extra show out, right? I got to really show them, right, like that, nah, hold on. Who the fuck was that in that mask? Who was that? Who was the second one? Who was the one on that record talking crazy like that? So, you know... And, you know, when I get the record back, of course, they be like, damn, God, like, you, you had it, like, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, words, son, like, you, that's how you feel it. You know, and, um, uh, because I let it be known, even in the rap, that even on the record, that I'm more with you, you know, I'm, I'm going to let it be known, like, now I'm here for a reason. And I think that they got it, at the end of the day, they respect it, but they don't retweet it. They don't, you understand what I'm saying? They're not throwing it in their story, either. Like, like, a lot of those raps that, that I do with these artists, you know, they might alley hoop it once, but they ain't really, you know, pushing that racket like that. Cause I'm, you know, I'm a little different when I come on the feature. You know what I'm saying? They used to beating the feature up. You know what I'm saying? And and then my goal is to say, damn, bro, yeah, some was nice, but who was that? You know what I'm saying? I, I watch the YouTube comments and I say, and I see them say, oh, you know, we came for Jacobs so or we came for Prodigy, which is cool. It's all love. But I'd be damned if they don't say, well, but who was who was that though? Like he held his own on there. So that's, only, that's my only objective.
1: Well, I was actually going to ask you, because obviously I noticed you have a lot of features on your tracks. And so is that yeah. the goal? Is that why you invite people on is because you're like ready to show off your skill set?
0: Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm ready to show the skill set. I'm ready for them to know that. Listen, <clears throat> Oh Great God is on a mission. This time next year, the ones that they was talking about this year and last year, that's that's they're gonna be talking about Great God at that time because he's gonna outwork you. His visuals is gonna be better than yours. The lyrics is gonna be superior. So that's what they got. That's what you. I want the world to come to know, Oh Great God. That's what. That's what my legacy. When I leave, I want them to know oh, yeah, he came he conquered. Like, he he did what he said he was. And he is who he say he is, more importantly.
1: Well, I'm interested to know, because you mentioned early on that you got bored and now you're back. Tell me about that time, because you were an artist before. You obviously took a break. What happened Mm -hmm.
0: there? So I took a break because I just felt like, I always waited for. I always wanted this time to come back around, and I know obviously everything that goes around. It, you know, life is a three hundred and sixty. So I knew real rap and and, and lyricism was going to be on a comeback. You know, I just didn't know when it was going to come back. So I've been waiting for it to come back, waiting for it to come back. So in the in between time, I started doing movies and I started you know sharpening my skill with the camera. I went and bought a couple red cameras and I started a couple a TV series. Um, I started filming the, the Bars documentary, which is Buffalo, Albany, Rochester, Syracuse, which is highlighting all of the elite MCs from the upstate area so that they know, OK, yeah, Griselda kicked down the door, but it's a lot more going on up here, too. So, you know, that's like the A&R's handbook. Bars documentary is the A&R's handbook to who is who and what's what and who you better be watching and who you better go get next. So in between that, I just was doing that. I was just doing the movie thing and just really just honing my skills and just sharpening and just waiting for the day that, that lyrics matter because at some point I feel like that it got to the point where lyrics ain't matter no more.
1: Because what 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 year was it when you took your break? Um, I believe it was like six, 15, 16, around there. And how long yeah. were you rapping prior to that point?
0: Prior right to that point, I was probably five, six years. Okay, so there. I mean,
1: so it was like you took almost like 50%. Like, you know, you you the, the time you were putting in and the time you took out was almost the exact same.
0: I admit, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Did you have yeah. people going, why? Like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, of course. I, I, I had people say, why? I had people... That was obviously disappointed, like, damn, he just jump in, he jumps out, he gets hot. And once he gets hot, he tells us he's gonna release something, then it never comes out. You understand? So, and then that that was another thing for me, is that I'm like my worst own worst critic. So I got hard drive after hard drive. I got five, five, wow. nine hard drives right here in front of me. So, and it's just like you know, I want the music. Now, I don't want my, my my worst fear is um, letting the, having the music fall on deaf ears. So I just really wanted to learn and, and forget everything that I knew in regards to marketing, in regards to getting myself out there. I wanted to really just take that and say, okay, that's all. That's not going to work no more. It's a new era. It's a new day. And I wanted to relearn everything that I thought that I knew and apply it in my service into this situation.
1: It's an interesting fear, though, because most people I speak to have the opposite fear that they'll get caught out, that you know it's like the imposter syndrome, and your fear is that people won't listen to your music. I wonder where where like that comes from because that is you know a very different feeling than a lot of artists have
0: yeah so so for me, I always that 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 definitely like i just i just did a record called j Electronica, right, and um I say my core fans say they waiting for you. I dropped my best shit when Jay Electronica could do. You know what I'm saying? And the very first bar in that record, I say, "To fall on deaf ears is my worst fear." You know what I'm saying? So me, that like that, that fear is real for me because it's like I know I got, I got, like I'm the Lord of the Ox code. I'm, 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 I'm the. I'm not great God for nothing. I didn't give myself that that attribute and that name. So my thing is like. I don't want to give them this beautiful body of work and mismarket it, and have it not be heard and have it not be seen. And everybody else is like, nah, just put it out, and it eventually it'll catch on. It'll catch on. and I'm like, damn, nah. With these videos and this this music, I'm putting my heart into this shit. This is not a this is not a fly by night thing for me. Where it's like, oh, he one of them artists that just get on the mic and say anything. You understand? I'm giving you my life. This, this is this is literally life. Pages torn out of my my life book. You understand? And you know, it's we only really get one lifetime, so that book is, is only was so big. If I tear out all my pages and nobody listening, then what I'm gonna do? Repeat and say it all again? Nah. Like you know, I gotta make sure I got the attention, and I feel like right now that I got the
1: attention. So does that mean that like you feel like you've got a certain number of projects in you? Like, does it, does it feel like you've got a point where like, you're like, you know what, this is it. Like, you know, as you said, like your book is only so big. And then at that point you can't read, you don't want to retell it. So I'm interested right. to know, like, do you see a lifespan in terms of your career, like in terms of a time frame or album frame, or is it just seeing how far it goes?
0: No, nah, I, I, I see it. I see it because, you know, when I listen to artists. And I feel like that the, they regurgitate in rhymes and they and the story is always the same. Like it's, you 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 hear it, bro. You 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 you're you're an enthusiast, so you hear it. It's, it gets to a point where these when they put out records and it's like, damn, you said that in the last record, or you always say that in that record. How many times are you gonna refer to getting shot? How many times are you gonna cook cook, cook the work up? Without without you understand? Like, like, come on, son like. Like, we hear it all the time. And then they lean on that. And that be their whole thing is that, okay, well, we heard that. But guess what great God does? Great God is going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly. And I'm going to give it to you in a story form. Like, my, my hook is going to match my verse. My verse is going to match my hook. I'm going to stay on the course. And I know one thing that that's what makes me different from these other artists because they just be rapping. And a lot of shit don't even be true. It would be secondhand shit that they learned or heard from somebody or saw somebody else do. So for me, it's like, you know, it may sound cliche, but my shit is just a little different, bro. But I feel like the, when the people hear it, they know that it's different. They they can tell that, oh, nah, yeah, he did that. He, you know what I'm saying? But, and then again, knowing, knowing better and not doing better is, 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 is the ultimate sin, right? So it's like, you know, I can't be held accountable for that in which I don't know. But if I know better and I don't teach the 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 the, the people or tell them something different, then I'm a thousand times worse. So I don't want to keep. I don't want to tell them the same thing. I want them to listen to this book, and I want them to go. I want them to be ready for the next page and ready because it ain't all glamour and glitz. It wasn't always you know what I'm saying where it is right now so i want them to i want them to travel with me through the ups and downs of vulnerabilities and say oh nah he different as an artist he's a, he's a different guy he's different
1: so i was going to ask you do you have a moment in your life that really changed things because obviously you're you're talking about these things in songs but is there like for you where you reflect back and you're like you know there's there's just this moment where like i saw You know the right turn or the left turn, and it just changed the way I view life, the way that my career has gone, the way that my life has gone. Oh, a
0: lot of yeah, definitely. Um, so in 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 my career, right, in 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 what I do besides rap, right, I, I I had a very very, I had a very very successful career and what I did besides rap, right? And that's a career that a lot of people don't get a success rate that I got. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of people that that did what I did, they don't end up where I end up. They end up locked up. They end up in jail. They end up dead. So that it was just, you know, one day it really just woke me up. One day I really woke up and I really was like, nah. if If I First of all, I've been one foot in, one foot out my whole life. And I said, you know what? If I take all of the time that, and I put that into music or I put that into these movies or something, of course I can accomplish what I want to accomplish. You understand? I just was telling myself that this is all I know. This is all I'm good at. This is what I'm best at over here. But that wasn't the truth at all. What I was best at is anything that I say I am gonna do or anything that I can uh, conceive, I can achieve. You understand? So I had to stop telling myself that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the world's best hustler or I'm this and that. And that's all I know. And that's all I'm going to do. Cause then I will be foolish. You know what I'm saying? I got too much knowledge f- to, to continue on. So to answer your question, it was like, surely it was, it was like, and it, it wasn't even a near death experience. It wasn't a, I almost got locked up experience. It was a, just a, it was just quit playing with God, bro. Quit playing. Go go, and show the world that you great, like literally that you great, that you're definitely different than all of these other artists. Go and show the world, bro, and do something else with yourself before you be locked up somewhere thinking to yourself, damn, I could have been this or I could have been that because that's a regret that I, I, I don't want to live with. I couldn't live with that regret.
1: Do you remember how you got involved in that mindset, in that lifestyle? In in the other lifestyle?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, so so that lifestyle came from it just just watching other people that I admired and and watching the things that they have and watching the lifestyle that they that they obtained for themselves and wanting that for me. You understand? And saying to myself, yo, I can do that, you know? And then my man put me in a position upstate New York to where it was like, Yo, boy, come in, you know, you can have this shit. My man Shiggity, like yo, you can. Have, I, I I wasn't even upstate New York yet, um, and I went upstate, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what this is, and it was, and it was, you know, me being like, I never drank in my life, right? I never drank, I never smoked, I never been high, I never drank a drink, I never smoked a cigarette, I never did nothing, so I was always on extra, extra my on my P's and Q's, and I'm always like, I was on point. Guaranteed, I was on point at all times, right? So that was another reason why I lasted in the situation. I lasted it, but but to thoroughly answer your question, it was just like just watching other people, man, and just saying like, "Damn, son, like, yo, I want I, I want the big car, I want some jewelry. You understand what I'm saying? I, I want ten iceberg sweaters when I when I go buy when I go shopping. I don't want one." I want five or ten of them. I want to go for the whole week. I wanna be, I wanna go longer than everybody else that got this shit. I'm gonna go the whole, like I your I used to go by when iceberg sweaters and shit was a thousand dollars. We was buying 13 of them, 14 of them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and and that's another thing. Like, people know that. They know, oh, he's not just talking. Green Lantern is 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 you go watch a Green Lantern interview, he said, yo. Great God came out on stage. He had three garbage bags full of iceberg coochie. Shit that motherfuckers have die for, Rexes, He dumped this shit out on the stage and he walked all over it because his single was called It's Nothing. Whatever I want, I get it. It's nothing, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That was the hook. So that's why my story is a little different, bro. Like everything, you know, when, when you know, when they we, we talk about authenticity and, and being genuine. The people that know me they know, oh nah, like his shit is different his shit is, his shit is different.
1: so let me ask why you never drink or you never smoke or like because especially like in hip hop that's huge, literally every like ninety nine percent of artists that's like all they talk about, right They talk about drinking, they talk about smoking, but why did you make that decision not to
0: so uh, i had a, I had an uncle. And um, he he was deep into Islam and he in the five percent nation right, and that's where I got the attribute great God. Um, so it initially started there, right? It was like okay, I don't want to, I don't want to attempt, I don't want to um, contaminate my body. I only get one body, and my body is my temple. So the lessons taught me that you get one body and you got one temple. You better take care of it. You understand? So I never drank now or smoke. As I got older, and I would tell ladies and females like, "Oh, I never drank or smoked in my life," and they would be like, "What?" Like, "Oh, we love that," and they they melted like warm butter or hot popcorn. Then I said, "Oh, I say no more." You feel me? Like it was like a, it was like a, um, you know, like a, it was like a fucking accolade, like like damn, like oh, word, you don't do that. Oh, you different, and I liked it. To, I like to always, I always want to be different. That was my whole model, right? Was to be different, not to to be able to say, I'm not like y'all. So that made me different. And then to this day now, so that was the first stage, was Islam. The second stage was the females. The third stage is why start now? Like it's over now. Like there ain't no reason to start smoking and drinking now, just to, you know. And then I watched my boys in the studio, they literally setting their money on fire. Like literally, you buy the weed, right? You put it in the blood, and what you do, you set the fuck on fire. I don't understand that. I'm trying to say three, four million. I don't understand that. I don't understand watching these dudes spend, spend smoke a pound in two weeks. And the and, and bug costs 3,000 a pound? I, nah, I got other people that I could take care of. I got little cousins I could look after if they need something like that. I I, I got way better ways to spend my bread than to be getting high and getting drunk. And then I used to watch my men get high, all of my men get high, and they'll be in the studio, right? And they'll get high at every other bar, they want to come out smoke, come out, smoke, come out, smoke, come out, smoke. And I'm like, nah, that ain't it. Mind you, I done did seven records by the time this dickhead wake up from being asleep, from being high, I done did a whole EP because he high. And, and, and I'm up doing my shit. You understand what I'm saying? And then why did you spend the money to get high just to go to sleep? It just never made sense to me.
1: Cause I've always wondered, because like, I don't know, for me personally part of my own creative process is like, I want to be a hundred percent me. Like I want to be in like, you know, straight thinking, well rested. I don't want things affecting me. Right. So it's interesting right. that you, that you bring that up as well. That like for, for you, like you can smash out like an actual EP in the same time that like people are, you know, not feeling a hundred percent.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Nah. Like bro, that's one thing that I did, even and, and, and even during my hiatus when I took my break, I still was recording every day. You understand? Like I still was getting busy. You see this mic right here, right? <laughs> and I'm recording myself. I'm right like this, you know? So I'm definitely gonna do more records. Why they high and why they knocked out of sleep? I don't I'm doing all type of shit. Man, I done got all type of, I got it all done. You know what I'm saying? Way before they can even think. Like I said, by the time they
1: wake up, I literally got five records done. Yeah. I mean, it's always impressive that like you can do it. So like anyone can do it so quickly. Like, because I remember I tried to write an intro for this podcast, like with the intro music and I, and obviously I'm not a rapper and I tried to sit down and write some something and it sucked. I hate it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chop up some, some clips from the, from the audio that I get instead. So I was like, Okay, that was a real representation of, like, this shit ain't easy. Like, and to, to, to do a lot of it quickly is even harder.
0: Right, right. It is. For me, too, like, so, so my recording process is when PR Dean sent me a beat, right, because he do a lot of the A&R my projects, right? So when Coach Dean sent me a beat, if I'm going to know within the first 30 seconds, if I don't come up with four bars in 20 seconds, 30 seconds, like literally, like not even a minute, I'm already knowing, like, okay, if I gotta struggle with it, then then I'll leave it alone. But if I hear it and in the first 30 seconds, I got I got my first couple bars, then it's off to the races. Then I then I just need 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes. All of the records that you hear from th- th- that I did, those verses was like, you know, like 12 minute verses. Like take me 10, 15 minutes to do the verses. But yeah, that, that, you know, is- bro, that that comes from experience and then it just comes from shit being real. So I'm really that I'm not I'm not lying. I'm not grasping for bars. I'm just going into my mental Rolodex and I'm recollecting. <sighs> let me take that, let me grab that part of my life. Let me go back to this year and grab that. Let me grab this part and There you got it. Then you get a great God verse. If y'all want a great God verse, contact Coach Dean. Yeah, he'll get you right.
1: Well, I'm interested to know because part of what you talk about is authenticity and being real. How do you feel about artists who are obviously putting on a show? Because obviously music is entertainment. And there is an element of like showmanship or like, you know, I'm going to play a character. I'm going to essentially act a certain way to essentially be successful. How do you feel about artists who have that type of mindset?
0: So I used to feel a way about that. But then I said to myself, well, you know what? Some of the people that I looked up to was lying too. Some of that, some of that, some of that, what they was giving us was secondhand smoke too. You can still get high on secondhand smoke, right? Um, So to answer your question, I used to feel like if you ain't living it, first of all, let me say this. I don't want to hear it myself personally. I'm not going to play it if I don't believe it. If I believe what you say, I, I like you and I work with you. If I don't believe you, I, of course, I might bop it. I might bop to it, and I might laugh with my homie. Be like, "You hear this, dickhead? <laughs> you hear this shit? Talk about So like you know we we know him. You know he not like that, but it sound good. And the radio played it three times a day. I heard it on YouTube. I heard it on the radio. You know the three stages. Once you hear it, all these different places. Now it's embedded in your brain. So consciously, you can you can go along with it, and you know it. And that's how you learn wax flows without even being a fan. So right now, I just feel like everybody's lying. So if I didn't like if I if I if I judged the the artist by the authenticity and feeling like they did what they said they did, I wouldn't have. To, I would, it would be very few people that I that I that I would actually be able to say that I like. And that's why I love Spesh. That's why I love Thirty Eight Spesh because I know for a fact what the fuck he's talking about is real. I know and understand it. What he say he did, he did. When he say he drove those cars, he drove those cars. When he say he had this much money and bags of money, I saw it. I know he did this shit. You understand? So that excites me. That makes me call his phone and say, yo, boy, you talking that shit. You feel me? And we do that with each other. Like, "Yo, yo, you talking that shit, my boy. And I don't have no problem with calling. Benny, too, like... If I know it's real, I love it, love it. When I don't, when, I, when it's fake, it's like, it's cool. I don't, I don't, I don't have no qualms and I'm not bad. I'm not going to beat up a badge or nobody about it. Cause it, the whole world is faking in, in my eyes. I don't know none of y'all. It's certain things that y'all saying y'all did in the areas that I've been in. I would know what the fuck you was doing. if If you, if you was who you said you was, cause you would have had to know me at that point. We would have we 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 bumped heads if you was doing all that shit you said you was doing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just try not to be judgmental, man. I love the young guys. I love what they're doing. I feel like they're feeding their families, they're feeding their mothers, you understand what I'm saying? They're they, they, they moving their mamas out the hood. I wish they would be a little smarter with the way that they make music, but everybody's faking, man. Everybody is, you know, everybody is embellishing with their rhymes, and we just got to live with it. It's WWF, man. I feel like Gene Oakland, man. You know? Right. That's just how it go.
1: Well, it's interesting because there are obviously stories of artists who get in trouble for, you know, saying one thing in their music and then trying to create such an image that they get involved with the wrong people, that they're like overcompensate too much uh, that, that they like, you know, that they're like, you know, I got to prove that I'm a certain way, even though the things I'm talking about, I never did. And so they start <laughs> associating with people that they probably shouldn't be associating. So I think it's like a, a balance of like, Hey, you can be like, you know, you can put on a show, but there's a smart way to do it. And then there's like, you know, the dangerous way.
0: Right. And, and I agree, man. Like I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it. I seen I seen the what the dudes that turned blood when they was forty. <laughs> we know them, you know them, you hear them. I, I know them for a fact. And oh, you want to wait till till you forty to start gangbanging? and acting like that you this guy, and really, what the goal is to get out the hood. Like what, what what I'm going to hang in somebody lobby for all day every day at this age and at this day and time? Like it just it's counterproductive. But like you said, people will try to overcompensate. And act like they this and that, and you you see where it gets us. You see you see where it got six nine. You see where it. it, it let's 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 show the young God something different. If you if somebody is an ass, that you keep them away from that. You don't put them in the fire. And you know, so that's just a responsibility that us rappers have to have to start uh, looking at. But you know, the young gods. They they glorify the violence. You see them, they got guns in every video, and they all they talking about. Every record is the same record with them. Drilling, killing, stealing, and trying to make a million. Like that's the whole 16 bars or 12 bars or whatever they choose to do. So, you know, so now the the the, the, the guys that's older and the older guys, in order to keep the attention of the young guard, now I gotta act like you. But great God ain't gonna do that. I'ma show them something different and I'm gonna bring them into my world. And if they not and if they're not in my world and they and they're not comfortable being in my world, then that's just what it is. But I'm not I refuse. I'm not gonna over I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back to doing what I used to do just to, to sell no records or even, you know what I mean, make you even believe that 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 that's cool. It's not cool, huh? It's not.
1: I literally you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask you, why do you think it's portrayed as cool? Like, why why is it cool? Because we could, as you know, an industry, turn around and go, do you know what's cool? Being successful, making money legitimately, making sure that you look after right. the people around you, making sure you look after your family, making sure that you're set for intergenerational wealth and success and you teach the right lessons. We could do that as an industry and be like, you know what? This is what we push. So I'm interested to know why... You know, the negative behavior is projected as cool.
0: I'll tell you why the negative behavior is cool, because that's all that they show. That's all that they push. If I made a song, I got records that's that's all the way positive, right? All the way positive. If if I would have came back in this game and gave them what I wanted to give them, I would not be where I'm at right now because they're not pushing that agenda. It's an agenda. We know that. So, of course, they they think it's cool when a young guy got this much money all up his hand, this much money. He talking about I ain't went to school. My mother told me I would never be shit, but look what I accomplished. So, of course, a a young mind that's impressionable is gonna see that and he's gonna say, Well, goddamn. Next thing you know, a motherfucking kid that had it all and start saying, my parents never did nothing for me, just to appeal. Because that's what Lil Durk and whoever else is that they love, that's their narrative and that's what they're saying. So in order to get on, that's what, they, that's what they feel like they have to do. Because they can't, they definitely can't come out with a record like, I know I can be who I, I want to be. Like Nas record that I love so much, Nas is my favorite MC. But guess what? If Jay-Z would have made that record, we would be in a different ballgame. Because if Hope, when he had the podium and he had the voice of the people, he was saying, what, you trying to kick knowledge? He made us think, oh, no, the knowledge? What the fuck is you doing on this record, Nye? What the f-? he? Remember, he literally said, what, you trying to kick knowledge? Like, as if that was a bad thing, God. So now, guess what? now, hmm, I know I can't be what I want to be gets pushed to the back burner and Molly Percocet gets pushed to the forefront. We know what it is.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because there's no real way out other than to try and rise to the top and then share your influence now. But I think think you're definitely right, though, that you, you definitely see older artists starting to really try and educate. I feel like that's what we're seeing a lot of is like, you know, artists who've been, you know, this is the, probably the first generation of hip hop where we've had, you know, artists start rapping as 16 year olds and now they're 40. Like it is a long period of time. So they've seen the evolution. They've seen the, the change in the time. So it is interesting to see that the older generation are trying to educate, but it's like, You know, again, hip hop is like almost its worst, self-worst enemy because it's a young person's game. Like everyone's like, "Nah, man, you're old." Like I don't listen to that shit.
0: Right, right. Oh yeah, and they'll tell you that fast too. The young guy, like I always say, the the, the young guys they don't want to, they don't want to hear nothing for nobody that's over twenty years old. (laughs) If you over twenty, don't try to tell these little dudes nothing. They don't want to hear it. But I feel like that. I feel like that that true hip hop and true um true true lyricism and li- lyricist is coming back it's back for for sure it's back, and I feel like that the young guys are starting to adapt to that and now they wanna you know they wanna they now they are listening a little bit. I'm hearing some of the drill rappers that's putting together their words and really trying to put their pen put their penmanship down. So, I, 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 you know, I get it, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that we doing our job with that. And I feel like that it's slowly changing over to where, you know, they listening a little bit more, you know? It's just going it, to, it, it really, you know what it really t- is going to take? It just takes somebody from their generation to say, yo, shorty, we, we don't got to talk about drilling and killing and, and, and stealing every verse, you understand? But they do know and understand too that the beef record is what's going to take them to the top. So if you know, okay, I'm gonna make a, I can make a love record about this girl I really love, in my heart I love her, and that's where my heart is at. But I'm beefing with John John around the corner, and if I talk about shooting him the fuck down, which one is going to get more views? Which one going to get me to an M faster? So of course they going with that. Of course they they gonna shoot, they gonna they they. It's,
1: it's it's a catch twenty two, bro. Well, in sales, they say that like negativity sells, you know, two to three times as much as positivity. They figured it out right. that like, so that's what we right. see in social media is like negative comments go to the top. People react to controversy more than they react to like you know positivity, and so like right. it's the same thing. Like, I definitely understand that like to sell, you got to have some people going. What the fuck are they talking about? Like, who's this? They they want the infighting. That infighting is like that's what sells. That's why trash TV is set, people watch it because it's like morons arguing with one another, and it's people are obsessed with that.
0: Nah, for sure. That's all they want to hear, bro. You know it. Like, <laughs> and the narrative won't change until, like I said, one of the younger representatives say, "Yo." We could do something else. It's time to do something different. Then, when that when they say that, then it's then it's then it's go time. Imagine little Dirk coming out saying, "I'm not gonna make no more drug references. I'm not gonna make no more shooting references." Do you know how many people would change? You know, like if that's what it is, if we say we ain't beefing no more. Oh man, like of course, you know. But you we you and I both know that that ain't gonna happen no time soon. So we are it, we stuck with what we stuck with.
1: And a label wouldn't let that happen anyway.
0: Nah, a label ain't even, listen, <laughs> the label will tell you now, nah, we ain't even, we're not even pushing that. You're not getting marketing budget. Matter of fact, sit your ass on the shelf for a minute. You're not getting no marketing budget.
1: I think that's what adds the complexity to it is like, you as an artist have your own integrity, but once you like sign a deal, it's like, all right. You're 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 popping, but the label at the end of the day has control. And like like you said, if you don't play the game, they can be like, "All right, that's all right. You can wait down there, have a couple of years by yourself, and let's see, let's see how you feel."
0: Right. Yeah. Stay down. Go, go go Sit in the bleachers for a minute, and then they take you right off the floor seat, put you in the bleachers, and you, obviously you know where, where you want to be at. You want to be you want to be at a triple referee. <laughs> don't nobody want to be in the nosebleed, baby. So that's just how I go, man. You know, that's 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 how I go. That's 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 life for us right now as as MCs. because believe you, even me, bro, I'm I'm a victim of that too. It's like all of my all of my records, you gonna you hear me talking that shit on these records, you done heard them. Of course, I would rather be given a different message, knowing what I know and understanding what I know, because knowing and understanding is two different things. The understanding is the ability to see things for what they are, not for what they present themselves to be. The rap game is what they present themselves to be. You understand what I'm saying? But I know and understand that that if I came and gave them exactly what I wanted to give them, it's not gonna it's not gonna pop like it's popping. But now I would be dead wrong if I if 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 I get the podium. Once I I got to get on the podium and then I start mixing. The medicine with the food, because you can't feed a baby steak, right? So once I get to the podium, then I will be dead wrong if I don't give them a different message. So right now, you know, I'm a am a I'm I'm gonna play the game a little bit and but I still tell them the pros and the cons. That's why you gotta get my solo my solo uh my solo EP is called God Talk. It's my first ever project of ups and the downs. It ain't all gonna be just you know, banging and, and shooting and getting money. It's 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 real scenarios and situations in that project
1: well it's interesting because like i also think that you know in order to to get to that point that like you know you just gotta you you do have to play the game like it's not it's not you just you just won't sell if you don't at least kind of go along with kind of where the industry is at and what you got to do to keep up with the trends
0: right right now I Yes, man, it's a, you, 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 you better listen because, I mean, I sat, I sat with, with, with shit in these hard drives for years because I didn't want to play the game. But now, I, you know, now what, what am I going to do? I'm just going to never give you all this beautiful music? Nah, I'm going to play the game and then I'm going to change the game. Play it, change it.
1: Do you have a perspective on where the industry will go in the next, you know, five to ten years? Obviously, you're back, but, like, do you have, you know, a perception of where you think it's going to head?
0: Um, I like I, I think that it's gonna to head to where we where we saying that we want it to be. Well, well I'm where I'm saying I would like for it to be. I think it's going to head to even more more of the young people embracing the lyricism and saying, damn, we can, you know, let's talk about something else. We talked about this for a decade. You understand what I'm saying? Like the the way this in right now. I mean, damn, bro, every song is literally the same record. It's a formula. It's got to be easy to write that shit. I always say, I wish I was from Atlanta. If I was from Atlanta, I would do, I would do an EP. I could do an EP every day because that that stuff that they talking about, not just Atlanta, but just the South in general. That you know they not really putting in a a hell of a lot of you know pin work. No, not the ones that's that's popping anyway. So I always say, like, man, if I could do that, well, I would. Be. Man, shit, you understand know what I'm saying? I'm saying? That shit would be easy, but I feel like that that it, it is coming back to where they respecting it more. Like I'm watching G Herbo do records with Benny. You understand? Know I'm, I'm watching collabs take place that that I would normally see. So that's that's a great sign that that nah, that the shorties is listening and they and they know like okay, all right, all right, old head, you got some shit with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: In a weird way, I think COVID did hip-hop like they, it reminded people how important it is like lyrics. Like it was almost like COVID was the circuit breaker. And it's so weird to say that like that. it feels like that was the beginning of like, you know, the new kind of wave of like, all right, we've got to bring back lyrics and we've got to start talking about what's happening in life and we've got to start talking about, you know, what we see as opposed to just, you know, like you said, you know, the formulaic song.
0: Right, right, right. I mean that record that little baby did. That was a great. Like I, I thought that the young. I thought that the young. To see him do that record that that he did during the during the COVID and the riots and all that. That was that was a good sign. You know what I'm saying? COVID COVID was definitely a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I lost a lot of people during COVID. A lot of people during COVID. So. you know it definitely did more harm than good, but yeah, I feel like that it really made. I agree with you; it made people buckle down and and and, and start giving different perspectives and records and and putting more thought process into what we was preaching and what we were saying.
1: Yeah, well, let me say um, condolences about losing a lot of people because yeah, it was a tough time for a lot of us. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just thankful that we're we're kind of out of it now.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I did want to ask you though, because we we've been speaking about authenticity, we've been speaking about the truth, and we've been talking about, you know, staying true to yourself. I'm sure you get this question a lot. So um for anyone that's listened, I do apologize, but I gotta ask for myself. But like the mask, obviously it protects your identity. Obviously, you know, I've seen in interviews that we're talking about you want to represent for your lyrics and not for what you look like. But I'm interested to know how that plays in like being true to yourself and, and the authentic part of, you know, what we've been talking about?
0: Um, so for me in the mask, um, which, which let me add it, that that mask was pre-COVID, you know what I'm saying? I was doing that before. But I think it, and that what I'm saying is way more important than anything. Just listen. Just listen. You know what I'm saying? Take all of this away. Take the watch off. Take the rings off. Just Listen. Listen, listen to the message. You know what I'm saying? Listen to what's being said and not who's saying it. That's 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 and that's a jewel that I learned when I was young, Um from my uncle. Like you know, like you can learn a lot <laughs> if you just if you just listen and pay attention to what's being said and di- and stop trying to judge what's being said and who's telling you what's being told. So that's that's for me. The, the, that's what that the mask is represents. My anonymity too, because guess what? When I'm done doing a show, I could jump dead in the crowd if I got a different shirt on and watch my man perform too. You understand? I could go to I could go to a restaurant and, and eat. You understand what I'm saying? With my family, I could do all of that. Like you know. So yeah, I I still feel like that. That I still feel like that. I'm being authentic, authentically I me. Mean, what, what you how you feel about the mask?
1: I see I find it interesting. I always but like I always look at it as a fan, right? So I'm always like, I want to know who this guy is. That's always that's always like like that's that's the version of like the fandom of like, oh, I want to be I want to know who you are. and then it's like me being a step closer to the artist that I like. And so there's like a separation of like, oh, uh, it's almost like in a weird way, we're not trusted. Like I don't know. that's kind of how I feel. But then again, like, you know, amazing artists have done that before. MF Doom didn't share his identity. And so it's like, it's not the recipe for success. It's, as in, it's not the, the, the make or break. But like, I think for us as fans, especially now, we're always like, give me more. And now that we know that that's a, a, a line, I think you're always going to be uh, like asked about it. It's like, they're going to go, would you ever? Like, how are we going to get you to to show your face, or like, when are we going to know who you actually are? And I think that's all like part of the the fandom and people wanting to know more about everybody's life.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about it like that. When you said that you feel like uh, the, the the trust the trust part, that's interesting. I never I never thought about it like. That. But yeah, man, I feel. But eventually, I will take it off because I. I feel myself like I said, this time next year, I'm gonna be the one that they're talking about. You understand what I'm saying? I'm gonna be the topic of conversation. Next year, when the summertime comes, it's great God. That's what they talk about. Oh, you hear that record of Great God God? You heard uh, that that masked man with billionaire boy scout? You heard you heard that record with Rock Marcy? You heard you understand what I'm saying? At some point I will take it off. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off and I'm gonna show. But when I take it off, I'm going to give you the documentary. So then you can say, oh, 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 now, I, now I get it. Now I get it. Because if I take it off prematurely, it's like judgment. A lot of things come into play. A lot of things come into play. So, you know, for me, it's just, it's you know, I don't want to alienate y'all. I don't want y'all to feel like I'm hiding from y'all. You understand? Or I don't want y'all to feel like what you said because that's very interesting. I never even thought about that. Thought about it from that aspect. But yeah, man, it's 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 really just uh, it's really just it's just the uh, um, it's it's a situation where I really just want them to pay attention to these lyrics. I want them to pay attention to the dots because that shit is different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That that shit that I'm giving them on them records is different, and and that's and I really concentrate on that first, and then we're but it's, it's gonna come off, it's gonna come off. I don't want to get paid to take it off. Somebody asked me on an interview last week, like, yo, um, what if such, a, what if we, what if somebody offered you this? And nah, it's not about the money. I'm mean, like, the money is gonna be there. The money's always been there. Like, you know, like that ain't nothing new. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't gonna that that's not gonna do it. When I'm done and I'm ready to give you this documentary, this 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 and the documentary is damn near done. The documentary is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Um it's very, very informative. It's very, it's very well shot, you know. Um it's done. My right? my man fired the director, he we you know, we're working on that as we speak. So it's it's gonna come a time where, where the mask is gonna come off. You know what I'm saying? Until then. Welcome to the Adventures of Great God.
1: Hammer, can you do me a favor? Can you turn off your video and then turn it back on again? I think it just froze. I want to see if we can get it back. Turn the on-stop video. Gotcha. It's good. Yeah, we're good. All right, there we go. Okay. Um, But yeah, see, it's interesting because now that I think about it, with your with the mask, now you're in you're between a rock and a hard place, right? Because you know, you've committed to wearing it and that's like, and it's about the lyrics and it's almost in a way now that people want it, it's like, do you want to give in? And do you want to like, you know what I mean? Like now those questions, like I know that you wearing the mask is not about money. Like I knew that before you said that story of someone asking you how much money would it take? It's not about money. Cause if because if it was, you wouldn't be wearing it right now if that's all it was. So like right. so it's it's just interesting, like for me, looking at your journey and looking at who you are as an artist and, and and as a person, to be like, I wonder when that breaking point will be of like, I'm gonna take it off. And I think almost and it feels like you kind of know, but you kind of don't know. There'll be a feeling when you're ready. And so there's no, like, time frame. It's just, like, you just you just know.
0: No, nah, it's not a time frame. I'm going to just be on stage one day, and I'm going to take it off and throw it in the crowd and let somebody put it in. A... <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Freeze that thing. You know what I mean? Put it up, baby. And I'm going to let somebody have it, man. And then I'm going to tell a story. Like, at, at, that, at that point, when I take it off, remind me, I'm giving you the jewel. I'm going to take it off at a show in front of thousands and thousands of people, and then I'm going to give them the documentary on the stage behind me on the
1: screen. How long yeah. is the documentary out of interest?
0: The documentary is like five years long. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's, like it's like an hour and 40 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's like an hour and 40 minutes, but it really, like, we're trying to chop it up to, uh, we're trying to chop it up up to, so it might be like a three-part documentary because it's just so many different layers. Like, literally, it's so many different layers. I, I couldn't possibly sum up all of the shit that I've done and been through in an hour and 45 minutes. They're going to want more, you know? Um, You know, it's ups, it's downs, it's, it's 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 good times, it's bad times, it's sad times. You understand? So, you know, it, it's it's a lot to it. It's a lot to it.
1: What made you decide to do it like I think there's I think we all kind of have our own story right but they're like like, there's a difference between hey I could do a story of my life and actually being like all right I'm gonna do it I'm gonna get you know people to help me make the film I'm gonna reach out to people like we're actually gonna shoot it so what made you be like I gotta do this
0: um well so honestly I, I just I always had a camera right so I've been, I've been, I've been, I got tapes and tapes. I'm talking about VH, you know, like uh, tapes, uh uh, 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 events that happened in my life. But so I feel like I always knew that that I was living a life, and I lived a lifestyle that would intrigue people, and that people would like to see, you know, because they get a little bit of it in the music. But imagine me narrating it, you know what I'm saying, and really, you know, digging and telling you. Why this and why that and how this and how that and all of that. So I feel like that it it wasn't a, it wasn't a point where I said it just popped in my head. I feel like I always knew that this shit that I'm doing is worthy of a fucking movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this, this 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 lifestyle that I'm living right here. I gotta tell this shit. You wouldn't believe it if I. You know what I'm saying? Because they would. Like I said, now, we we said, right, everybody in the industry is telling the same story. Everybody, but when I'm telling you the story, when I'm telling you the story about buying 15 iceberg sweaters and the man in the store tells you, yeah, and I show you the pictures, yeah, and I show you the video, yeah, that's different. Because these, these dudes, you know, they throw back Thursday pictures don't look like they were selling 15, 20 bricks. But I hear you rapping about it. And then these rappers confuse themselves. They, they lie so much to themselves. And the worst lie that you could tell is the one that you tell to yourself, right? They lie so much that they'll tell you they was broke. And then they'll tell you that they had bricks. So which one? Cause if you was broke and you was telling me you was broke in 2014. And then you in 2019 you telling me you was rich and you was so sad. I'm confused, God. I'm confused. But I feel like the show and improvement when I when you see these things that I'm talking about and you actually and you see the, like the pictures don't lie, the video don't lie. You understand? The people the people can lie. I can get anybody and say, "Yo, make up a story, you know, say, say, yo, I, I remember when Great God came through in the 850 Beamer, and da 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 da, da. the nigga was 12 years old, he couldn't even see over the steering wheel. I can find an old junkie in the hood to do that, but when you see this shit on camera, on killer cam, it's different, you understand? It's like, oh, nah, okay, yeah, yeah, He, he that guy. Oh, now we, oh, that's Great God, oh, make sense. That's what they're going to say. Yo, bro, that's what they're going to say when, when the documentary. Oh! I should. I knew. I should have knew. Who else? Who else
1: would help? <laughs> well, man, it sounds like you're going to have to keep adding to it because, obviously, you know, you haven't yeah. reached the end of your career so it sounds like you're just going to have to keep adding.
0: Yeah, nah. We're going to keep adding and adding. Like, it, it's another in the story, man. I, I was even thinking about God. I was even thinking about just starting to starting to break it down into a micro series because you know the attention span of the average person is is this little, like, you know. So I was actually thinking about starting to do like three-minute segments and four-minute episodes, you know what I'm saying, and making a thousand of them, you know what I'm saying? Like literally, just take over the the YouTube or take over or put it on greatgod.com and just give them pieces and pieces and pieces.
1: Yeah, man, it all sounds exciting, but I tell you, the one thing I did want to ask you was obviously you got track with Mob Deep and yeah. obviously legendary hip hop group, the late, great prodigy. Um, and obviously they're, mm. they're both on there. I'm interested to know how that worked in terms of the prodigy piece. And then obviously Havoc and, and actually, you know, figuring out a way to get them on the track. So,
0: first of all, I knew, uh, I I had a personal rapport with Prodigy already. Not so much have, but um, Prodigy, I, I had a personal rapport with. Um, Prodigy did that, did the first for uh, a record for my guy, Joey Majors, right? Joey Majors put that record together. Then we said, you know what? We got Prodigy. Let's get having, let's, let's make it a mob deep record. Like let's, and they ain't been on, both of them haven't been on a record and, and who knows when it's been a while. That's something that the people, so we reached out to have and, uh, my guy, shout out to my man PR again, the infamous fly. Uh, my man Nice the future who was Prodigy, you know, him and Prodigy was like this. Uh, Prodigy used to live with infamous fly. So we reached out to have and they reached out to have and have heard the beat. And obviously, he loved the beat, right? You hear what he did on there. Like, he like, yo, when well, we was at the video show, he like, yo, no, nah, that, damn, bro, that brought me back. And shout out to Thanos' beats because Thanos, a lot of people think Havoc made that beat. Uh, Thanos produced that beat. And, uh, you know, we then we ended up putting Lady, I, I did the hook first myself. And then I said, mm, uh my man shout out Murk Beats. Merk Beats, uh his 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 wife Lady Jones ended up doing the beat. I mean end up doing the hook. And I said, Oh not nah, that that hook, that hook smoked my shit. You understand? <laughs> and that and then there we have it. You know what I'm saying? And uh we actually had the footage, you know. Obviously, you see the video, the, yeah. the real footage of Prodigy when he did it, Amer was there. So we said, you know what, we're gonna put the authentic footage in there, havoc loved it then. You know, I shot and edited it, me, my man C-Class from Brownsville. That was like a three-part, uh, di- it was three directors. It was me, uh, C-Class from Brownsville, and my man uh, Fire from Coney Island. We all shot that together in different parts. So the, when we had it, it, was rhyming out through Prodigy in there just so it could feel like that we was all together again, you know what I'm saying? And it ended up being a real special record, man, that, that, that I'm glad that... Uh, I'm glad that the Joy he went in this he went in bag of mind tricks and he said and that that was a beautiful thing, man. Turned out it turned out nice. You fuck with it,
1: yeah. Because I was like, hold on a second, Mob Deep. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I know I'm not going crazy. Because I know, like, obviously, I was like, am I going crazy? Like, how'd they get Mob Deep on this? Have they have Mob Deep added another member that I have no idea about? Um, mm-hmm. But. Nah, yeah. It it worked. And I'm all like for me, it's again like as a fan, I'm always like I'm always wary of like posthumous verses coming out after they pass yeah. away. Because I look back on Big L's album when he after he passed away, I don't think they mm-hmm. did him service. I actually think they didn't do not all the tracks were Big L's best work. And so yeah. like I'm always wary and I'm always like I always wonder if they would want this to come out. That's and there's no way to know, obviously. So it's like that's the only thing that I'm always like wondering is like, would they want this? Would
0: would you. have really wanted to be on that record you, you, like that, right?
1: Well, whether the record or they wanted that verse to come out, or like you know whatever it is, because obviously you know you've got that as well. You've got tracks that you've made that you haven't released yet, and if for example, I was to do a song and like you sent me a rec, uh, like a verse and then you pass away. Like, okay. It might, it might still be good, but I'm also wary of like, I don't know there's There's something different about, you know, when they're no longer there to be able to give their input into a track and the way it's being created. Obviously Havoc being extremely close helps with Prodigy, but it's just one of these, these parts of hip hop that, I've always kind of thought about.
0: Yeah. And we, I mean, and like I said, we had to be very sensitive about that too, you know, just with the prodigy's kids and his wife and the estate, you know, rest in peace to prodigy, man. Like prodigy, prodigy, prodigy stood up for me one time. I'm going to give you a story. Right. So like I told you, I do camera work at the same time too. I got bored of rapping and I started doing some camera work. So I was on stage. So that footage that you see prodigy at the end of the video. And you see him, you see the footage of Prodigy, uh, like going like this when I say when we say we on the night, I was actually on stage with him That was me. I filmed that that footage that's my footage, right? And um at the end of the night, somebody said to me, Yo, cameraman, and Pete and Pete took that. And and, and they they call me your cameraman, and P took that very offensive. You're like, yo, my man ain't no cameraman. My man is a real nigga, ah, 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 right? Don't be calling on no cameraman, and Prodigy took that to heart, and I appreciated him taking that to heart, but I told him, listen, I know who I am. I am the cameraman, and I will sweep this stage if need be. You understand what I'm saying? But I appreciated Prodigy for saying that though. You know, it was funny to me. Cause he was rearing wild loud about that <laughs> shit. Don't be calling my man on camera man, son. Ah don't be, you feel me? I even got that on camera. So I'm like, damn. You know, it, 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 you know, that's that's who prodigy was. That's 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 one of my favorite peace stories. It's like he was like, nah, don't be calling my man no cameraman. You know what I'm saying? He this he that, he's a trail there. Ah, ah, ah you don't know who this is. Ah. And I'm like, yo, bro, but check this out. I am the cameraman, and I'm fine with being the cameraman. And I'll sweep the stage if need be after y'all get done. So that that was that. Then yeah. me, him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean the the his book is amazing that he that he wrote and he did does the audio too. like he is larger than life in terms of all the things that you know he was and all the things that he inspired and all the things that he was talking about um yeah
0: all the things he helped facilitate all the ideas he was behind and didn't get the credit like yeah prodigy was different man he was he he was he you know it
1: was different. Rest in peace to Prodigy, man. Agreed. Yeah. Well, man, I only have one more question for you, and it's the only question that I plan on the podcast. And it, I, I think I've asked you a couple of tough questions, but um, this might be the tough, toughest one. But if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of, can be any genre of music, cannot be your own music, what would it be?
0: One album that I would recommend, it would have to be one album, Ilmatic.
1: By the it would great Ilmatic. Huh? By the great Nas. Nas is my favorite, bro.
0: Like, besides Nas. The only other person that I want to do a, a record with is Jay Electronica. Well, yeah, Nas and Jay Electronica. And, and Rock Marcy. I'm not going to yeah, Rock Marcy, Jay Electronica, Nas. After that, I'm cool. But yeah, what? I would recommend Illmatic.
1: Well, I'm sure you can definitely achieve it. Um as I said, obviously Great God came through I always appreciate the time that you give me and obviously working with PR Dean as well, help facilitate this. But as we said at the beginning of the show, make sure you check him out, make sure you support him. Spotify, uh, Mask Man, the single came out. Um, you've also got Wolf Season, the album came out. It's got features with Jada Kiss, Benny the Butcher. Um, it's got features from Mob Deep as well. And, and the music videos just came out. But man, is there anything else you wanted to plug before we wrap this up?
0: I just want to plug them that my solo EP, my first ever EP is coming out. It's called God Talk. I want to just give a shout out to the whole God Squad, all my God brothers, you know what I'm saying? You know, Thanos, Billionaire Boy Scout, you know, PR Dean, Coach Dean, you know, Joey Majors, Weasel Sims, you know, the rest of the, the rest of the team, man. I just wanna, you know, and I really wanna shout out everybody that 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 didn't help me, son, because now I don't owe y'all shit. Shout out Aguilar. Shout out Hell Rev. You understand? Like, shout out to the people that I could call, and they and they're gonna answer the phone, and they're gonna and they're gonna throw the alley oop without feeling like, damn. If I if, uh, if I put their light out, it's gonna make mine shine brighter, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? We God brothers, Allah lovers. We will stick each other. It's enough for all of us. That's the slogan for the God Squad. You know? I love it. And shout out to. You know, shout out to no, and one other thing too. I will just shout out to the whole upstate, everybody that's up top doing what they're doing. Um, you know, keep keep doing what we doing, man, and keep keep that shit popping, man. You know, Stovey, you know Benny, the whole Griselle, the West Side, all of them, and watch out for the bars documentary, Buffalo, Albany, Rochester, Syracuse. That's coming out on finally focus films.
1: There you go, you heard it here first. Great God came through, man. Absolute pleasure.
0: I appreciate you, man. Wholeheartedly,
1: man. Thank you, God. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.